Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet online. They continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs. And hey, it goes from college sports to the NFL and NBA and everything in between, golf, esports, and more. Hey, get after it right now with Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. All you have to do is head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. That's right. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Get started today with Bet Online, where the game starts. It's always ice cream season in Central New York, and the locally owned and operated Carval in North Syracuse welcomes you to come in and grab one of their Santa ice cream cakes or a six-pack of Jolly Cups, both perfect for the Christmas season. Everything at Carval of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design you want, they make it happen. Carvel Ice Cream Store opens seven days a week, Brewerton Road, North Syracuse, America's favorite since 1934. And now offering their Santa ice cream cake and six-pack of Jolly Cups. Hey guys, this is Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our great friends at Maple Downs Senior Living Community. Make sure that you head on over to Maple Downs and check out the facility if you have a loved one uh, who's uh, maybe looking to make that change, right? Get into a safer place, a better place. I moved my dad in there over the summer, and boy, he really, really loves it. And uh, I, I would suggest it to anybody. All the meals are included. Your cable's included. The uh, room service is included. It's all right there at Maple Downs uh, Holiday, uh, Holiday by Atria Senior Living. And you can save 10 or 20% on select apartments. Uh, you can go online today and just check out HolidaySeniorLiving.com. Or better yet, go see my friend Courtney. She is the best, and she can help you out uh, left and right and everything in between. They've got a full library, a movie theater. They've got an incredible uh, uh, hair salon. They have a, a little uh, church type of area where you can pray. They set up everything for the holidays. It's great stuff, and you can see pricing and floor plans today at Maple Down Senior Living Community in Fayetteville if you're in and around central New York. And, of course, you can uh, check them out uh, online. Just Google it up at 7220 East Genesee Street, Maple Downs Senior Living Community. It is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. And I want to throw a tip of the cap thank you out there as well to Burn Dairy, Camillus Golf Club, our friends at Brewerton Ace Hardware, and your State Farm agent, Matt Graham. How good can the New York Mets be in 2023? I mean, the spending by Steve Cohen is absolutely unbelievable. You know, it's so unbelievable, in fact, that (laughs) he's making George Steinbrenner, you know, from back in the day, look like he was on welfare with the New York Yankees, right? I mean, it's it's really, it is unbelievable the cash that this guy has dealt uh, out. Uh, When you look at this roster right now, um, look, the NL East is going to be unbelievably competitive, right? The Braves seem like they're never going to go away. The Philadelphia Phillies went to the World Series last year and added Trey Turner. Uh, you know, the Mets are spending like crazy. In fact, the Mets are going to have a $100 million tax uh, penalty uh, as well, which will go to all the clubs, all the low market clubs. And of course, those owners won't spend it. I know there's a lot of people who are pissed off about the economics of baseball. They think, oh, you know, it used to be that the Yankees were spending and everybody was just mad at the Yankees. Isn't it funny how the Mets spend, nobody says anything. The Dodgers spend, nobody says anything. The San Diego Padres used to be poor. 
and everybody felt bad for him. Then now they spend on basically anybody they want. Nobody says anything. Isn't it amazing when that happens? When the Red Sox spend a, you know the most money on on their roster and they go win a World Series. No, oh, it's a great story, right? Oh, they broke the curse of the Bambino. It's such a great story. But if the Yankees won, they're the evil empire and George is an ass and all this other stuff, right? I mean, that's just that that that's just the you know the anti-Yankee situation. However, I wanted to make this point very very clear. The economics of baseball, are they screwed up? A little bit. Do I want a salary cap? I really don't care. And I don't care because we haven't had, unlike the NFL, a dynasty since 2000. We haven't had a repeat World Series winner since 2000. Okay? However the economics look to you, with the big boys spending, like the Mets, like the Yankees, like the Dodgers, right? Like the Phillies, like the Padres, okay? All these teams spending, it, 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 it doesn't matter if they're spending a ton of money because we've had more parity than you can ever imagine in baseball as far as postseason teams. Yeah, there might be some of the same old folks coming into the postseason like the Yankees and Dodgers and others, but the reality is we've seen the Rays recently go to a World Series. We saw the Phillies go to a World Series out of nowhere last year with that high payroll. The Nationals are a joke now, but they won a World Series a few years ago. The Braves just won a World Series. Uh, we've had the White Sox win. We've seen the Marlins in 2003. We've gone into, you know, we've seen the Cardinals and the Red Sox four times since 2004. We've seen, um, in fact, we've seen the Rays go to two World Series since 2008. So there are, we saw the Rockies go to a World Series back in, uh, you know, 2007. Um, you know, we've seen the Giants win three. Uh, we've seen the Royals go to a World Series. I mean, for crying out loud, it, they they went to uh, they went they went to a World Series too. You know, uh, I mean, a couple of them. I mean, they beat they beat the Mets, and then of course they lost to the Giants. But we the parity is absolutely through the roof in baseball, despite all of these teams spending at the highest levels. And I will also say this: even though the Mets with Francisco Lindor at short and now Carlos Correa at third, and I'll get to that signing in a bit. They have about $640 million on the left side of that infield, okay? And a lot of people are like, man, that's crazy, it's unfair, blah, 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 I can't believe the money that's thrown around. Well, look, I can tell you that I can't believe the money that's thrown around also. However, if you pay attention to European soccer, you pay attention to soccer as a whole, uh, do people forget that? There have been deals with the Premier League and other leagues, right, Champions League, that it's, hey, Ronaldo, you're playing for this team. We're going to give you $120 million, and you can actually just buy out somebody, you know? It'd be like in a year or two if the Yankees decided they wouldn't want to go with one of the young shortstops, and they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to pluck Carlos Correa from the New York Mets. Hey, we'll give you $400 million, and he could leave the roster. That That's how soccer works. I just got done reading uh, a book that was fantastic on Messi and Ronaldo. And, I mean, that stuff happens all the time. They talk about it with not just Messi and Ronaldo, but a potpourri of other soccer players. So let's get to this roster. How good can the Mets be in 2023? That's the question that uh, that I pose here. And remember, this flurry of signings uh, really started with Edwin Diaz. Uh, they bring the closer back. And then they go out and they get Justin Verlander, who is 39 years old, who had a renaissance-type season last year. Jacob deGrom goes to the Texas Rangers, and I got news for you. They upgraded with Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander, despite the recent Tommy John that he just came back from, has been easily, the last few years, overall, 
healthier than DeGrom. I don't think there's any way, shape, or form about it. Okay? So you upgrade in the rotation. Now you've got Verlander heading that. You, you got Jose Quintana. You got Carlos Carrasco, right? And then the four and the five, you know, will will kind of, you know, work itself out. You've still got Max Scherzer. Actually, you're probably going to go, Ver, you're probably going to go, maybe Verlander's the two, actually. So maybe it's Max Scherzer, Verlander, Carrasco, uh, Quintana, and the fifth one, you know, they battle, you know? Maybe Tyler uh, McGill wins that spot. Um, you know, David Peterson obviously is in the mix. So uh, I could see a competitive fifth spot, you know, the whole year. But it's just an abundance of riches. It really is. And now you've got Verlander and Scherzer, two bona fide first ballot, no questions asked Hall of Famers, who used to be teammates in Detroit. And it was a shame back then that Detroit had all that pitching. If you're a Tiger fan, you still got to be looking back just so mad because. They had so much pitching, and they made World Series, and they just could not close the door, literally and figuratively, because their owner and GM just completely got away from fixing the bullpen every single year. You've got the kid Francisco Alvarez as a catcher. You've got adept at the catcher position as well. Um, you know, And then you look at the roster, and I mean, who wants to deal with this roster? I mean, one to nine, there are very few holes my guy Luis Guillorme came on last year. I, I was uh, He was on the Syracuse Mets when I was doing on-field for them a couple years back. But, you know, we saw Francisco Lindor come out of it under Buck Showalter, right? You've got Jeff McNeil, really good player. I mean, you've got to deal with Carlos Correa. You've got to deal with Escobar, who's pretty good at third. You've got to deal with Pete Alonso at first base. You've got to deal with all those guys, and that's not even saying anything for, uh, the, the you know, the rest of the players on this team. And I'm telling you right now, it is... It's going to be an unbelievable um, story to watch in in Queens this year. It really is. Um, you know, I, I'm, and you know, then you got Brandon Nimmo. I mean, like, yeah, Brandon Nimmo got 162 million over eight, and so he's on the roster as well. And and we know Nimmo is a really good player. He's perfect for that team. He's perfect for New York City. He's perfect uh, for what they need to balance the lineup in terms of being a left. Um, you know, a, 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 a premier center fielder with a left-handed bat, um, you know, and, and if you need to, you can move him, you can move him around, right? You got Khalil Lee, you got Starling Marte, you can move around Mark Hanha. So they've got some players, they are loaded and locked, and uh, the New York Mets should be really, really good. I don't know if I'm going to pick them to win the division, but I think they'll certainly be in the mix to win the division title. Coming up next, more on the Mets in 2023. This is the ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Office's Brian Conboy of New, uh, Mass Mutual New York State and our good friends at Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare. ML Sports Platter back with you. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Log on to vcgtransforms.com today to make yourself better as a leader, both personally and professionally. You can take classes online with Scott. There's always sessions, always forums, and make sure you go follow him on Instagram and Facebook as well for a lot of the tutorials on how to become a better leader personally and professionally. So one thing is with the Mets and their spending, how do they line up with the rest of the division, right? I mean, that's kind of what, what we're looking at here because something always seems to happen to the Mets, right? I mean, the Mets last year, they won 101 games, and yet the 87-win Phillies went to the World Series, right? The Phillies finished 14 games behind the Mets, 
and they went to the World Series. Something always happens with them. There's always an injury. There's always, you know, many guys in the lineup who don't, don't, uh, you know, don't perform in October. Buck Showalter, for as great as he is, is a manager who kind of, you know, has the reclamation projects and all the rest. Uh, guess what? He does not have a glowing postseason resume, right? So, um, you know, that's become a problem at times. If it's not all those things I mentioned or one of them, then you've got the situation, of course, with um, the bullpen. You know, on occasion, the bullpen will blow one or two here and there. So something always seems to happen to the Mets, and that's just kind of, until I see it not happen, kind of where I line up. By the way, the Washington Nationals, they, they were 46 games out of first place last year. They only won 55 games. What a pathetic, pathetic season. And look, they won the World Series a few years ago, but this is not the L.A. Rams winning the Super Bowl and having the year that they've had. I mean, the, the Rams, you know, they had all their players going into this year. A lot of the players got hurt. I mean, Donald's hurt, Stafford's hurt, Cup is hurt. Uh, they've had injuries all over the friggin' field. Um, you know, the Nationals just basically, you know, kind of let the roster go into the uh, proverbial shit can and, you know, haven't done anything since. They let Juan Soto walk, uh, traded him, I, you know, so, I, you know, <laughs> Washington's going nowhere fast. I mean, Max Scherzer's not there anymore. I mean, I Washington is, wow. So Washington and the Marlins are basically in a no-compete situation. They are not going to touch the other three teams. I don't know what order the other three finish. But when I look at the Mets rotation, now that you get Justin Verlander in the mix, okay, and you have Max Scherzer and you have Quintana and Carrasco, when you look at this pitching staff, again, going one unit to the next to the next, they can go right up against, and technically on paper going into the season, they have a better starting rotation than the Atlanta Braves. And I like the Atlanta Braves starting rotation. I like Ian Anderson. I like Max Freed. I like all these guys, man. I like Soroka. Um, you know, again, assuming that these guys are healthy as, as well, the Mets have the clear-cut edge on pitching um, over these guys. And I think they have the clear-cut pitching over the Phillies because I think they're deeper. I think at the top of the rotation – even though Verlander and Scherzer are first Bell Hall of Famers, these guys are also 39, you know, 40-ish years old, whereas Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, a little bit younger, but we saw what those guys did in the stretch run, actually all year, all year and in the stretch run and then in the postseason, we saw what they did. Uh, so they've come up big, but the rest of the rotation doesn't look quite as strong as the New York Mets. So I would give, between these three teams, the Braves, the Mets, and the Phillies, I would give the Mets the edge from a pitching perspective. From a roster perspective, I think that all of these teams are honestly right in and even. I mean, I really do. Because I, for every Travis Darno, um, you know, Ozzy Albies, uh, Matt Olson, uh, and Ronald Ocuna that I can give you, I can throw you Pete Alonzo, Correa, you know, uh, 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 Francisco Lindor, and name your fourth, right? The Phillies have got guys left and right coming at you, from Bryce Harper to JT Realmuto. To, uh, to to the roster is fantastic, and we saw them perform at an extremely high level last year in in the postseason. So I think from a lineup perspective, um, man, I I, I got to tell you, uh, I think the Mets obviously have a really good one again on paper. Again, it was a hundred one win team last year without Carlos Correa, right? Um, but the Phillies are also really really good. And the, uh, you know, Braves are, are, are really, really good. Again, it's going to be a three-horse race in, in the division. It's just 
there's no chance for the Marlins, no chance for the Nationals. Um, you know, the Phillies roster, I, I just, I really like it. I, I mean, I do. I think they have a ton of tep- depth and versatility. Oh, by the way, they added Trey Turner. So now you've got a guy who can play short. He can play left field. He's a, he's a burner on the base pass. He's a great leadoff guy. So now you got him to add to it. You, you know, you've got Reese Hoskins. You've got depth and balance in the lineup. You're, you know, you've got guys all over the place. Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper. You have power. You can hit for average. So I think this team is set up uh, to make another run next year. Uh, we'll just see if they have a better regular season. But as it turns out in baseball right now, the keys to winning a championship, it's very simple, or winning a pennant, it's very, very simple. Go through the regular season and be good enough to get into the postseason. And even with the expanded rounds, which clearly didn't affect the Phillies last year, you know, get in and get hot and be healthy, right? That's it. And have everything intact. You know, have your lineup basically intact with from a chemistry standpoint and who bats where, balance, versatility, depth. Have it, have it set up, you know, starting pitchers, have them set up, which then protects your bullpen. And then you got to just timely hit and deliver. But getting hot at the right time, it seems like that's been a theme the last 10, 15 years here in Major League Baseball. I know you can say that for a lot of sports, but in a season which, and this is where baseball separates itself from the pack, okay, the, the bottom line is Major League Baseball, you play 162 games, man. <laughs> You're playing every single day. This isn't the NFL where you play once a week, you know, you play on a Sunday and then you go back, maybe play on the next Sunday or the next Monday night or the, you know, Thursday night or what. You don't play once a week. Every game is so magnified and huge in the NFL. Where in baseball, you know, the Philadelphia Phillies were, were for a while a very average team last year, right? The Atlanta Braves, when they won the World Series a couple years back, they were really, really bad. I think 31 and 50, if I remember, was their record halfway through the season. I think that's the number that sticks with me. And, you know, then they go on to win the World Series because they got hot at the right time. They lost Acuna, you know, to the ACL early and um, didn't miss a beat. I mean, it, you know, so uh, it's going to be it's going to be a, a wild, thrilling, crazy race in the NL East. And I heard Alex Anthopoulos on with Joel Sherman and John Heyman, which I, I love that podcast. And uh, Heyman, by the way, God almighty, given the wrong information there, the, the, the news about Correa uh, too early. He got crushed on social media for that one. Um, later apologize, but come on, man. That, 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 that's the thing with this whole, like, rushing and Twitter and all this stuff. I got to be first. Like, you got to be right. You know, you want to be first? Okay, well, you better be first and right, you know. I, I, I would almost rather be... I mean, if I'm, I'm going for the same scoop, but somebody has a contact and once in a while I lose out to, I don't know, somebody else in the industry. If I'm Sherman, I lose out to Heyman. If I'm Heyman, I lose out to Buster only. If I'm Buster only, I lose out to whoever, you know, Anthony Castrovince, although he's not really a a news breaker, so to speak, he's just a a reporter and writer, Uh, but you get the point. You get the, Ken Rosenthal, you get the point. I'd rather lose one here and there and win a bunch elsewhere and, um, you know, be, be, be right, you know, every time. Um, and then you have to credit the source. So I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm completely and utterly uh, enamored with this division. I can't wait to see these three teams slug it out and battle each other. Um, I think it's going to be fascinating. The money that's getting thrown around in baseball does amaze me, but yet when you compare it to some other things like, you know, entertainment and music and, uh, uh, you know, like I said before, the, the, the soccer scene, 
uh, it doesn't seem like it's that different um, in this sport. So uh, we'll see. It'll be Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola and company going up against guys like Scherzer and Verlander and Carrasco and Quintana and, uh, you know, Soroka in the gang with, with the Braves and Freed. Uh, and then the lineups, you know, across the board. I mean, you talk about superstars, man. This division has JT Realmuto and Trey Turner. They've got Bryce Harper. Uh, they've got Kyle Schwarber. Uh, they've got they got stars. They have semi, you know, super semi superstars and superstars along the way. Pete Alonso, Carlos Correa, Francisco Lindor. These are all superstar baseball players, and they're all in the NL East. And this reminds me a little bit of the AL East from a few years ago. And Alex Anthopoulos, by the way, I completely got lost on my train of thought there. Uh, got into Heyman, uh, missing the uh, you know missing the the boat on the Correa news. But what I was going to say about Anthopoulos, and I think he's the best GM in baseball for the Braves. He said it. He goes, I remember when we were back in Toronto. I was back in Toronto, and the NL East was or the AL East was so loaded with the Yankees and the Red Sox uh, and the Rays, and then the Blue Jays had an unbelievable lineup, but they could never really have enough starting pitching after Doc Halliday. And so he brought that up, and I got to tell you, I think he's right. I think you look at Braves, Phillies, Mets right now. There's some comparisons to those Red Sox, Yankee, Rays, um, you know, teams. The, the difference is the uh, the Orioles are still are, are just had a great comeback season. The Rays will be competitive. The Red Sox will not be competitive this upcoming year. The Yankees should win the division. The Jays should be a playoff team again. So you have Yankees, Jays. The division's kind of reshaped itself a little bit where the Yankees are just kind of a consistent playoff team, but they just can't get over the hump. But back then, the difference is the Red Sox and Yankees won championships, right? I mean, when you're looking at, you know, the years 1996 to 2000 and, you know, all the way up to 18, um, you know, the Yankees and Red Sox combined for eight titles, right? These NL East teams, the Mets haven't won one since 86. The Braves just won one, their first since 95. And uh, the Phillies, you know, have not won a, a World Series since 2008. So, this recent stretch, this four, five, six-year stretch where these teams are spending this kind of money, they have yet to deliver on a title. And I'm convinced that the ownership of these three teams, led by Steve Cohen, I think that they're going to spend until they do win a championship. Mike Lindsay with you here. It's an ML Sports Platter edition. Please download, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. And, of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.